When you run an online business, your marketing metrics will tell you what in your business is profitable and where you're throwing money away. Yikes. That's pretty important, right? Luckily, I've put together the Ultimate Marketing Metrics Checklist, which is a free resource that will guide you through tracking and analyzing the most crucial metrics for your business. And let me tell you, I'm going to keep it simple but effective. From evergreen data and revenue generation to podcast metrics and social media growth, this cheat sheet will cover it all. It's the exact one my team and I use to track our metrics on a weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annual basis. Let me be honest here. This wasn't an overnight process win for me. It took me 10 years to build this comprehensive list and get it just right. But you, my friend, can start using it today tailoring it to suit your business-specific needs, but not having to start from scratch like I did. Whether you're a seasoned marketer or just getting started, this cheat sheet will help you make informed decisions as you grow your business and empower you to move forward confidently. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash metrics to get your hands on the ultimate marketing metrics cheat sheet now. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash metrics. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Porterfield, and today we are talking about how to use a virtual assistant on your live webinars to make them more profitable and easier. And by easier, I mean the whole thing running like a well-oiled machine and you not worrying one bit that the tech is not going to work. So we're going to use a virtual assistant to make sure that you can just focus on the content and nail it so that your webinar converts. Now, I've got to back up just a bit because right now you might be thinking, okay, Amy, this is interesting. I want to know how to use a virtual assistant on a live webinar. Walk me through all the roles that a virtual assistant could do so I could just focus on my content. But by the way, I'm not even sure if my business is ready to create a digital course, so I'm not ready for webinars because you all know that I teach webinars to use to sell your digital courses. So I teach my students how to create high converting webinars and on those webinars, they are selling their digital course. And the reason I wanted to talk about making your live webinars easier today is because last week I talked about the fear of launching and how we've got to get past the fear of messing up and the tech not working and people thinking that we look like idiots because we can't get it together. And I talked about all the mistakes I've made on webinars and how I still believe they are the best way for you to promote your digital course. But getting back to that question you might have, Amy, I don't know if I should create a digital course for my business. I'm still on the fence. Well, I wanted to let you know before I get into how to use a virtual assistant on your webinars, I wanted to let you know that I created a brand new quiz and the quiz is called, should I create a digital course for my business. And let me tell you, we spent months and months and months on this quiz. We had created it and then we said, you know what? Let's put this on the shelf. We need to make it better. We need to rework it. Let me create Digital Course Academy, my brand new program. 
And then let's come back to this quiz and make sure it's really dialed in. So whoever takes this quiz at the end of it, they will genuinely know if they are not ready to create a course because they're just too new in everything they're doing online, or they are ready, but they might want to take a step here or there before they dive in. Or yes, you're totally ready to create a digital course. Here's what to do next. Or you are not right for a digital course. A digital course is not what you need. That's what you're going to find out from this quiz. And I can promise you, I'm not going to tell you that you or your business is right for a digital course if it's not. So this quiz has been dialed in. We have worked on it so much to make sure that it really gives you accurate results. And I am so incredibly proud of it. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash course quiz. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash course quiz. You can take the, should I create a digital course for my business quiz and get the results immediately. And the cool thing is when you get your results, I've also recorded a video based on your results to give you a little bit of information as to what to do next based on the information that you give me. So you'll also get a little extra from me in terms of what to do next now that you've gotten your results. So I'm really excited for you to dive in. I want you to feel really good about your decision to create a digital course or not. So this is definitely the quiz for you. Okay, once you take the quiz, if you find out that you and your business are right for a digital course, I want you to really pay attention to this episode because I'm going to future pace you. And what I mean by that is I'm going to give you a little glimpse into what you can do with your webinar once you have your digital course created so that your webinar is more profitable and easier and you don't have to worry about all those fears that something's going to go wrong because I'm going to show you how to work with a virtual assistant. So I understand that you might not be ready for webinars, but it's good to start thinking about what will things look like once you have your digital course created? Because I'm not just going to let you create a digital course and then hope that people find it. Oh no, my specialty is helping you get out in front of the people that genuinely need and want your digital course so you can make some money, money, money. And of course, make an impact in the students that you are going to serve. And so we can't just stop with the course creation. And don't worry. If you are one of my students or if you become one of my students in Digital Course Academy, I will teach you step by step by step how to create a digital course. But again, I'm not going to end there. I'm going to move you right into how to launch that digital course, and I'm going to teach you how to use webinars. Now, you've likely heard me say that webinars are definitely the best above anything else, the best way to market your digital course online, but they can be scary. And we just talked about it last week, how launching live and doing live webinars brings on a lot of vulnerability and a lot of feelings of, oh my gosh, what if everything goes wrong? Well, one way to ensure that more things go right than wrong is to have a virtual assistant on your webinar when you go live. Now, I often tell the story that my very first webinar, I did it out of my little condo in Carlsbad, California, and I did not have a virtual assistant. And so I hired 
And by hired, I mean, I called my best friend, Gina, and said, can you please come over to my condo and help me out? And I had Gina sit literally practically on my lap. I was so nervous. Sit right next to me. She had her computer. I had mine. And she just made sure that everything was good. I just needed to know that people could see my slides and hear me. I think that's what I was most nervous about. Like, is anyone out there? Can they hear me? Can they see me? So she just made me feel really good. Now, I didn't know the different roles that a virtual assistant could play on a webinar. Like, I didn't know anything back then. You're going to know so that when you are ready to do your first webinar, you're going to know what you can give to somebody else to help you. But I wanted to tell you that on my very first webinar, it was my best friend, Gina, because if you don't have enough money to hire a virtual assistant, and you don't have to hire a full-time one, I just mean hire them for this project for you to do a few live webinars. If you just don't have the funds to do so, get somebody else to help you. And if I walk you through these roles, then you'll know what you'll ask them to do. It's funny. I don't know if I've ever told this story, but on my very first webinar that I did alone, that day, Lewis Howes had called me and he was just calling to say hi, because that's what Lewis does. And so he just called to say hi and we were chatting. And I told him, I'm doing my very first webinar today all by myself, my brand new program. I've never done this before. And he said, let me intro you. I'm like, what? And he said, yeah, I'll just intro you. So you'll look really official. You'll have someone just intro you into the webinar and then you can take it over. So I don't know if I've ever even told that story before, but on my very first webinar, Lewis Howes did my intro. It was very random, but he also cringed because he stayed on the whole webinar. And at the very end, I forgot to put a URL where people could buy. So I told him, okay, go to amyporterfield.com, whatever. I don't even remember what it was, but I didn't have that on the screen. So like they needed to hear me and type it in. But usually the thing to lock it in is you put it on the final slide. Oh, I didn't have it anywhere in the slide deck. I totally forgot the buy link. I didn't put it anywhere. So he's like, are you kidding me? But Anyway, he was nice enough to intro me, so that was that was really fun. And I had someone sitting next to me to kind of calm my nerves. Now, if I were to do it all over again, if I was starting over and I was doing my very first webinar, I would do it like I'm going to outline for you right now. I would do it with a virtual assistant, and I would give my virtual assistant different roles, and I would tell him or her what I wanted them to do from the get-go. So I'd set really clear expectations and I would pay a little money to get somebody to help me that knows the technology, knows how to support somebody. I mean, when you're on a shoestring budget, you do what you do and you just get resourceful. But if you can put a little money toward this, I highly recommend you do so. Okay. So let's look at the different roles that your virtual assistant can play on your live webinars. The first role is the most important, and it kind of covers a lot of ground, and that is your webinar experience manager. So your VA is creating a tone or a vibe alongside you that will help with the overall webinar experience. So from the get-go, your virtual assistant can help you schedule all your webinars. They can check to make sure all the links are working, the buy links, order form, all that good stuff. They can be your tech support. They could actually set up the webinar software on the back end. And they're going to just manage everything while you are on live. So the most important thing for your virtual assistant to know is that you're looking to them to be the eyes and the ears on the live webinar. So you don't have to be. 
The whole goal of a virtual assistant on a live webinar is so that you genuinely do not worry about a thing. And they're going to be equipped with any kind of plan B. If something doesn't go right, they know who to call. Or if something is not going right in the moment, they know how to contact you if you're working virtually, of course, to let you know, hey, hold on, we've got a problem, we're fixing it, here's what's going on. So when you put that role into the hands of your VA, you then can breathe a little easier knowing your job is to wow your registrants, the people that are watching your webinar. So just know that your virtual assistant is responsible for the overall experience that people are having outside of the content that you're creating. And what I mean by that is they're chatting in the chat box and they're asking questions and they're engaging there and your virtual assistant is going to manage that, which leads me to role number two, live support in the chat box for your registrants. So this one's important. The operative word here is support, and this is a big one. So your VA will be the person who greets your guests as they first join your webinar online. So as people get in there, if there's not a lot of people, then definitely your VA can say, type in the chat box. Hey, Jane, nice to see you here. Hey, Rick, so glad you joined us. So not just a copy and paste, but actually use their name, welcome them to the webinar. We used to do this all the time when we had smaller webinars. Now that it's they're bigger, this is a little bit more difficult. But I always tell my students, when your audience is smaller, Take advantage of being more personal. Using first names to everybody who joins your webinar is a great idea. So this is something that your virtual assistant can do. They'll also answer content and product questions that come up throughout the webinar. So if someone asks a question about something you just taught, your virtual assistant is going to be very aware of what you're teaching. They'll have your slide deck. In advance, if you have a webinar workbook that you send out in advance, your virtual assistant will have that. So they'll be well-versed in your content so they can answer questions that might come up. And then when questions are asked about your product, if you don't answer them in the live Q&A session, then your virtual assistant can have some information in advance that you prepare to help them answer questions about your product as well. So that live chat is a gold mine for engaging and solidifying relationships. But you, my friend, should not be in there. You are not typing things into the live chat and engaging with people while you're teaching in your webinar, especially if you're new at webinars. It's very distracting to you. And so leave it to your virtual assistant. And the key here is you give them any information in advance that they might need so that they feel supported and they can get in that live chat. But it's an important place for your virtual assistant to be looking at everything that's going on in that live chat. And if there's a problem, people will tell you in the live chat, your VA will see it, they'll fix the problem, or they'll make you aware. So you do not need to be looking in that live chat if it distracts you from teaching your content. Okay, role number three is your live DM support. This role has been a lifesaver for me. So this is the support your VA will provide you throughout the webinar. Now, when I say DM, I'm talking about direct message. I'm referring to any way your VA and you can quickly communicate back and forth. I kind of alluded to this earlier. So you can use Skype or Slack or text messaging, whatever works best for you and your VA. 
I usually use Skype because I like a dedicated line of communication. And if I have my VA text me, if there's any issues, I'm really confused when another text comes in, let's say from my husband or from my mom, and I'm live on a webinar and I'm like, what are they doing texting me? And then I'm trying to look for texts from my VA. I like to just keep keep my VA out of my text messages and instead into Skype on a dedicated line. But again, use whatever works for you. So essentially, this communication will likely be limited because your VA will be sending you just quick messages if some sort of tech issue pops up or if your VA might want to pop in and have you answer a specific question that keeps coming up. But believe me, it's really nice to know that if anything goes wrong, your VA knows where they need to communicate with you. So to me, this is one of the most important roles. Yes, I want them to be in the live Q&A. And yes, I want them to help with the overall experience of the webinar. But I just want to know that everything's going well. So that part to me is really, really important. Okay, fourth and final role, the Q&A organizer. So inside of my program, Digital Course Academy, I teach my students that they should have a few questions prepared in advance if they go into their Q&A and it's crickets. If they don't have a lot of people on their first webinar or people are shy to ask a question, I always have my students prepare a few quick questions that likely are going to come up or often are asked when they tell people about their program. So how it goes down is something like this. Okay, guys, we're going to move into a live Q&A. Any questions you have, I want you to type them into the live chat right now. And my VA is going to organize them and send them to me one by one so I can make sure that I get to as many as possible. So go ahead and type those questions in now. But while I'm waiting for you to ask your questions, I wanted to address two questions I get asked all the time as it relates to my brand new program. The first question is, how long does it take to get through the course from start to finish? So that's such a great question. I knew that some of you are probably thinking it now, so here you go. So just right away, you want one or two questions that you can kick things off with. So the first thing that is going to happen is you're gonna get right into the Q&A with your pre-planned questions. Well, while you're doing that, your virtual assistant is now collecting questions that are coming through. And he or she is going to send them to you. For me, my virtual assistant would Skype them to me with the person's name and the question. Now, the reason why we do this is I don't want to be hunting and pecking for the best questions in the live chat. And when your webinars become bigger, more people sign up, you're going to get a flood of questions and you're not going to be able to answer all of them. You only want to answer the questions that will be valuable to everybody who's listening. And you also want to choose questions that will allow you to showcase your program and talk about it and reference it in different ways. So you want to be selective. So in advance, you're going to talk to your VA and say, look for questions that address this or that or this related to my program. So give your virtual assistant some parameters of what to look for. And then he or she will actually send those to you via Skype. And all you have to do is look at Skype and say, okay, so this question came in from Ryan and Ryan wants to know blah, 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 whatever it is. And then you just answer your question. And so it makes things a whole lot easier. 
I've been on many webinars where the webinar presenter is just like looking through the chat and what you typically hear and see is, uh, okay, um, I'm looking, I'm looking, let me find, no, no, not that one. Hold on. Okay. Who is this from? And you're just like, what? And the thing is the virtual assistant can help you make money because the Q and A is a moneymaker. The Q&A, if done right, is a way to solidify all the people that are still on the fence. And you are genuinely letting them know if they are right for your course or not. And so you want to address as many questions as possible during your Q&A. And the more you stay grounded and focus on the responses to your questions and versus having to look all around chat and try to find the good ones, the more you stay grounded as the presenter the more valuable your responses will be. So your audience will know if they are right for your course or not. So there's a lot of value in doing your Q&A right. Using a virtual assistant will make it easier for you and likely more profitable as well. Okay, so that's it. Those are the roles that your virtual assistant can play on a live webinar. Let me walk you through them one more time. Role number one, webinar experience manager. Role number two, live support in the chat box for your registrants. Role number three, your live DM support. That's the lifeline to you. I think it's the most important one. So you know that everything's going well. And role number four, Q&A organizer. That's the one that's going to make your webinars more profitable. So hopefully you already listened to episode 244, How to Get Past the Fear of Launching. That episode is so perfect to be aligned with this episode to give you some tactics, some tools to use on a live webinar to further eliminate that fear and that scary feeling of, oh my gosh, what if things don't go right? When you have a sidekick, a stealthy sidekick who really has their eyes and ears on everything, you can work your magic on a webinar. You can be fully focused. And let me tell you, it is very obvious when a webinar presenter is distracted or nervous or awkward versus grounded, knowing that everything's getting taken care of, no matter if it goes flawlessly or not, you feel supported and you show up in a different way. So when you're grounded like that, you get to engage and you get to have fun and they hear it in your voice and they hear the energy and they hear the confidence. And I know that you want to have great energy on your webinars and feel confident in what you're doing. Always get what I call a stealthy sidekick for your live webinars, which is a virtual assistant so that you can show up as your very best. Okay, so this is a shorter episode. I just wanted to dial in what it would look like for you to do a live webinar with some extra support so you feel fully confident when you are ready to launch. But I know that many of you listening are not ready to launch. You wanna do webinars and hopefully you wanna learn how to do webinars from me. I would love to teach you my profitable webinar framework where I walk you through step-by-step every single slide that you're going to create in your webinar slide deck so that you can convert like gangbusters. But before we get there, you likely need a digital course. And if you're still on the fence, if you don't know, if you are ready to add a digital course to your business, maybe you're afraid that your list isn't big enough, or you don't have a good enough idea, or you're not sure if anyone will buy it, or you just don't know if your business is ready for it. Take the quiz. 
like I said, we spent months and months perfecting this quiz to ensure that your quiz results will be truly accurate to where you are and what you need to do. And if you are ready for a course, and if you are ready for a course, you will see a video from me where I'm going to give you your next steps, things to think about where you're going to go now and how to get started. So there's a lot of great, valuable content in the quiz results. And also, if you do land on the result that you are not right for a course, then that's great too. Why spend time, effort, and money creating a course if it's just not right for you? And this course really does a great job of pulling that out of you. Like you have to answer honestly, of course. And when you do, I'll be able to read between the lines and really get a good feel for you based on your responses If you are someone who should create a course, maybe if it's just not right for you, not everybody is perfect for a digital course. So this quiz is going to find out. It's called, Should I Create a Digital Course for My Business? And it's free. You can go to amyporterfield.com forward slash course quiz, amyporterfield.com forward slash course quiz to find out if you should create a digital course. All right, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you found this episode valuable and I cannot wait to connect with you again next week. Bye for now.